0: Hi everyone! It's Millie. It's Gabby, and we're back for another week of Change by Degrees, and uh, we have an interesting topic today. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's cool. Yeah. and I stand by it like 100%. Oh, it's good. No, it's good. I'll try not to be too passionate, mm. but it's called classes,
1: not careers. Ooh, I love that. <sighs> classes, not careers. That already tells you, like, oh. it's that's a statement. Mm, that's a statement is. right there. Ooh, in, in today's day and age, classes, guys, <sighs> not careers. That just gives you kind of like some, some vibes. It just some gives you some vibes. vibes. Like, I you know, it's be coming. A writer.
0: I should just write titles. I shouldn't write any <laughs> content. Should, that's your job. Just headings titles. and
1: titles and maybe some subtitles thrown in if you're maybe. feeling really good that day. Oh, my gosh. I'm
0: ready. Yeah. For my official job. All right. That's intern. your job now. Um, I got it. I got yep. it. Um, but to introduce this whole topic, we're going to talk about our most memorable classes. Yeah. So. What's that for you?
1: Um, uh, there was two of them actually, when I was in college, there was one literature class I had, I don't remember exactly what the like official title of it was, but it was pretty much, it was multicultural literature <laughs> and it was really cool because most literature classes and you know this, if, like if you're an English major, most literature classes you take is like American lit, British lit, and then maybe some, although seeing you had a lot of interesting classes, I have to, I have to give them that. But, um, and it was interesting because it would have American lit and there are many authors in American lit who are not from like white Protestant male backgrounds, mm-hmm. but a lot of times those authors who are from different cultural backgrounds or um, are multicultural or just come from a different background than, in, than typical quote unquote American literature are cut out and they're put in their own separate like class. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> even though they are considered to be authors that made a difference or right. had a lot of influence, mm-hmm. they're not considered to be part of the standard canon of American literature. Or British literature, or whatever. Um, so this class was multicultural literature, and it was kind of all the we talked about all the authors and writers and poets, um, the kind of I guess you could say like fell through the cracks. We went through different categories. So we had African American lit, we had Asian American lit, um, Native American lit, and there's one more. Oh, I think those were the three, the three uh, really categories. Cool. And some of it overlapped, and some of it, um, some of it didn't. We had gone on to like rabbit trails and the professor, she was really awesome because she kind of let us lead the class. So thing. yeah, if we started sure. reading a book, um, and we started talking about a completely different topic, still within the context of multicultural American literature, but she would let us go on that tangent, mm-hmm. um, which was really cool. So that was one class. The other class was actually a government class. It was uh, human rights. Wow. Um, and that was one human rights class that I took at CNU. And it was really interesting, um, just to, to learn about people. Um, most of the other government classes I was taking wasn't people or cultural based, it was more um, like policy based, because it's right. government. Um, but we got to be in human rights class and talk about like human rights violations that happened in history, why we have human rights, the um, Universal Declaration of Human Rights mm-hmm. that was written, um, and just talk about people and and how it evolves and what human rights means in the West versus what human rights means um, in the East or the Middle East or um, the Far East. And so Mm. it was just really interesting. I really enjoyed those two classes and I think it wasn't just contained within those two classes of being like, Oh, I found this interesting. I'm never going to learn about Mm -hmm. it or talk about it to anyone again. It was very like instrumental in my interests and, um, I mean, I use what I learned in those classes every single day. Like, I don't go up to people and be like, oh, well, in my Multicultural American (laughs) Lit class, I learned this, but I'm like, oh, I remember when I read that book um, by an Asian-American author, and this is really important to Asian-Americans. And now I know that because I was in this class and I realized that that was an issue in their their culture. And I didn't realize that until I took this class and so now I can connect with you more. It's just, it was two classes that kind of almost showed me um, how to better respect people or better understand people. Um, And so they're just really instrumental in like, just just learning were they required? about like, no actually oh, I I got to pick hey, good um, picks then yeah the the they fulfilled stuff like they fulfilled requirements <laughs> but I could have picked other classes that fulfilled those requirements as well yeah. I just happened to pick multicultural American lit and I happened to because I was interested in that and then I picked a human rights class because I'd never taken a human rights class right. before so but yeah those were my two that were really instrumental and in, like I I they were memorable like I remember the books right. we read I remember what we talked about mm-hmm. I remember the papers I wrote really cool I was not just there to like get my a or get yeah. b plus and get mm-hmm. out like to i do the work but yeah like i wanted to be there and like content. learn about it so.
0: that's really good yeah i um i had so few these are good memories we're gonna <laughs> <good> <laughs> <laughs> memories. So i know we've talked a lot about like the crappy classes we've had um for me i can think of three one like just you know off the bat my guitar ensemble class um which was it was all i was the only girl in this ensemble which
1: is already iconic
0: <clears throat> it's iconic but it's okay and uh, we, at the end of the semester, we were part of a church, like, concert series. So we actually performed as part of this, like, I'm like, we're not that, like, famous or anything, but we performed in this, like, I mean, really pretty church uh, in Fairfax, and it was, like, an hour concert, and that's I was so just cool. like, that's that was memorable. Yeah. Um, like, it's not, like regular classroom but that's like real world experience real world experience and i like that and then for class classes um i took a recording class with this uh, it was the first time this professor was teaching i feel like i mentioned this in a podcast episode before um but he was a french uh producer who never taught before he's (laughs) like i think this might be cool so i just want to do it and he had like a studio in fairfax and like I don't know if it counted as a class. I got credit, but it was just cool because like we'd walk in and learn something new every day of like a client that he was working with, Mm -hmm. and it was super hands-on. I think most of my classes are like non-classes, but well, yeah, because I mean that kind of goes with the.
1: I mean, very vocational. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And it was like in the studio and just experiences. And he was, I mean, I really liked him as a teacher, uh, non-traditional at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good. And also the people were just like, music people can be weird. But in that yeah, class, strange. I was like, mm, you interesting crowd of
1: people. Different type. <laughs> different, different type. People. And it was good.
0: And then the last one is actually one I'm taking right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, my senior capstone course. And I really like it because, like I said, it's not vocational, but it's preparing us for life after college, Mm -hmm. which I usually, again, will like crap on Mason and like university for not doing, but I really like the professor. I've known him ever since the beginning and uh, he was like the music tech professor for the school Mm -hmm. and now he's doing like cross disciplinary stuff. He like got promoted, Um, but I mean, I like the professor and the content's really good. He sees value in like, how do you do a portfolio after, you know, class and I I like that I can decide what I want to do research on for for this class. That's the best part. so I, I really enjoy that, and it's been different. So it's, I guess none of them are, like, typical classes like well, you, but it's okay. like, you know, when you learn. You're yeah. learning stuff that isn't typical, yeah. which I think is really good. Yeah. Um, and those are my my memorable classes. And I'm glad that one of them right now is, I think, striking yeah. up to be. I may check back at the end of the semester and be you like, You may end kidding. up hating it. I but may hate it. I mean, as long as I don't leave the research paper for the last minute. <laughs> which you I'll won't, be because it's not how you work. It's not how I work. That's true. I don't know why I'm worried about that. Um, <laughs> but... It, we don't know people. Who knows? Um, it's a crazy ride we're doing for this last year. <laughs> um, and so that being our introduction, classes, not careers. What do we mean like this? And so I wanted to discuss, like, college. It doesn't prepare you all the way for right for life after yeah and i think you know it provides you with the knowledge like Mm -hmm. you said and i'm sure a lot of your writing classes you learn the rules you learn how things work like in my music i learn you know the tools that i use in the studio or recording or the technical terms and vocabulary and all this knowledge yeah um but the practice yeah you know what i mean i know that classes can give you through assignments practice but for you like how much value or how much practice do you feel the classes gave you versus Mm. like doing stuff
1: I don't know. Like, I feel like it depended. Um, when it came to government classes, I mean, you know, you can learn about a policy all day and you can learn about how it's implemented. But until you're a part of that, Mm -hmm. you're not going to understand, you know, the red tape and like how it works and whatever, whatever. So that was one that you can only learn. You can only learn so much from experience. From, yeah, um, you have to be able to, like in it with writing classes. It was a little different because I mean we had to write, so mm-hmm. that is the I mean that's it. Mm-hmm. You're writing in college and you write in the real world. It's not so much of a difference. Um, it might be a difference of like voice or you know how like the angle which you're writing or or whatever. And there right. are certain things that your professor um, has that you have to follow. Whereas in the real world, it might be a little bit different where you might have maybe more freedom, but you just have to get the grade in college. So you just do what they say. Um, But I mean, it just depended on the class and I definitely feel like it's only a fraction of, of what you can learn. Like Mm -hmm. college, I don't think college was meant to like completely prepare you for the real world. Even if people tell you that college was never designed for that. So you have to kind of, be able to understand that mm-hmm. um and understand that like what i'm learning now is only gonna carry me so far before you have to take right.
0: or continue learning you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. like you always just because you know how to do something doesn't mean you don't have to practice it like yeah. i'm sure like if you don't write or if i don't play an instrument for yeah. however long because i'm not forced to because of a class you need to have you know the the rigor and the yeah. habit of over doing it on your mm-hmm. own um to continue on because like you said like career it's like they will be 20, 30 years of your life. Right. Um, and whatever field you're working in will be changing. New stuff will yeah. be being added. And you need to be uh, constantly, I think, mm-hmm. a constant learner, you know, regardless of college yeah. to remain prepared in your field, whatever it is. Yeah. Um,
1: so, And, of course, if you're sitting in the classroom for 10 years, you know, you're not going to like you said, like it's constantly changing. Your field is always Mm going to be changing. mm -hmm. So if you're going to be sitting in a classroom for 10 or 15 years, which a lot of people do because they have to in order to get the degrees they need in order to do the job. Um, But if you're doing that, it's kind of like, you're missing, right? You're Which are missing really funny. Out.
0: I had seen, a, I think, it was an article or a video on like how colleges' curriculums are already outdated because of the yeah. time it takes to get approved, yeah. especially in engineering or technical fields. Mm-hmm. You know, the time they need to approve whatever new thing happens. You know, a few years have passed and it's already dated. Wow! <laughs> so when students get to it, yeah, and it's a huge problem. That's why a lot of vocational or trade schools, especially for these um, companies, are going to make their own schools within their yeah. company now um, because. It'll be number one, very specific. You're not going to waste time with liberal classes or yeah. like you know general gen right. eds. Um, like you have it's to shorter, take these cheaper, and blah blah blah, and yeah. it's just up to date, mm-hmm. which is a huge problem. So I think like I mean yes, there, there's foundational um, elements that college will teach you, even in my field. But at the same time, like there's new stuff that like I know they're not covering that I can learn from right. other resources or classes yeah. that I do separate from college. So
1: that's true. I never thought about that it's outdated that's really true jargon, you have to be ahead of the game but it's like how do you be head ahead of the game if you don't even know what's going yeah, on next when you're forced to learn
0: outdated information well, yeah, some stuff yeah, yeah. is relevant but yeah. some stuff is outdated yeah. depending on your field that's so, so interesting hmm. just watch out for that because yeah <laughs> you know when you're considering what to do um, and if you're in college like that's great yeah you might
1: have to do some extra work. Yeah. So you
0: might be behind, behind the game. I never even
1: thought about that. That's mm-hmm. like really blowing my mind right now. <laughs> and it's like, you're paying all that money. Like, what's the point? <laughs> the is, oh, that's
0: what I'm saying. Some people think like college is doomed. I don't know how. For a lot of vocations, it might be. It might be. That's why people,
1: like you said, choose trade schools, mm-hmm. which go off.
0: Yeah. Cause again, it might end up being cheaper, uh, shorter, you jump right into your career. And some people want that. And some people, you know, have c value in in colleges but it's i don't i'm not dragging anyone who chooses you know it just depends on your i can say that because you know what i chose college because i obviously thought there was some value (laughs) i'm dragging myself which happens constantly um but yeah blew my mind when i saw that i'm like "Mm, that's crazy to me yeah um and so classes and assignments should only be a fraction of the learning you do which i think most people understand
1: Hopefully, most people understand that, but I
0: don't know. Some people, like, some people especially don't. <laughs> when I, I truly believe this that like. I mean, my first year, all I did was school, and then uh, for all the subsequent years, I've been doing my my part-time job or my internship, um, which gives me hands-on experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think for people who go into college with this perspective, I don't know how you felt, but like that is going to be their world for four years, and everything is contained to it, and like everything they learn will only be from their professors, and then they'll spend time doing other stuff, which Which is is totally fine. Which
1: is fine, but it's also not true Mm -hmm. i mean whether you think you're only if you think you're only learning from your professors like okay fine you can think that but that doesn't make it true because it's not true like you're taking information from other people whether you think you are or not it could be subconsciously and you're learning even if you don't call it learning you are learning um from others and from other situations you're in that is not just college-based right you know Mm because yes you're a college student but you also have like a life right and you know you're living you might be living in a bubble on a college campus but that doesn't mean that you're not influenced by outside stuff that doesn't come from the classroom or your professors or your students in Mm -hmm. your class so I mean it's just wild to think about like all this stuff you're going to right. learn or you do learn outside of the classroom that you don't even realize until mm-hmm. maybe later down the road and you're like, you know what? I didn't even learn that in school. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it was by true. talking to someone or whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: And I just think it's important for students to keep that in mind because obviously, like, we're in college because we want a job, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, and if that's your, your, your main goal, like, think about your career. That's what you're working towards. This is just mm-hmm. one step. Um, and why would you, like, just think about the step you're on? You have to think about your future steps. Um, which I think I, hopefully we've both done yeah. fairly well. Yeah. Um, but just to keep that in mind, and I think this is a little disclaimer, like it's not, and I, we've mentioned this already, yeah. but it's not college's responsibility to prepare you for life. Yeah. Because I know I can drag them for saying, like, you don't prepare me for life, but that but really it's also isn't not their, their responsibility Their responsibility it,
1: per se. I mean, mm-hmm. they play a part in it. For sure. Um, but it's not their, like, sole purpose. I think it's just... It's a fraction of it. Like, and once again, I think we said this in like the very first episode. Probably. I think, because we said you have to take responsibility for like yourself. Like your, your professor isn't going to come to you and be like, Hey, you didn't turn in this paper. Is everything okay? At they don't care. You didn't turn it in. You fail. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's stuff like that. And it's the same, like that carries through where it's like, you just have to take responsibility for like your own learning. Right. Um, it's not college's responsibility to, the, you know, the professors come in, they teach you what the, it's in the curriculum and they leave. mm mm-hmm and then you're left... That's their to, job. Your job is to Yeah, your job deal is to that. actually <laughs> take what they just threw at you mm-hmm. for an hour, an hour and a half, or whatever, and, like, make something out of it mm-hmm. and filter through it and be like, this is useful, this is not. Right. Like, you know? And, you know, what's useful for your... what you want your vocation to be or what it already is, and then go from there. Mm-hmm. You know, they just give you the information, and then it's your right. job to filter through it.
0: Which is so funny. Actually, that reminded me of my my capstone course. My professor, he was like... You know, students don't realize that, like, the things that they can get away with in class, like, either coming late or not Mm -hmm. turning in assignments. I'm like, you know, it's their decision. I'll give you an A or an F. That's up to you. Yeah. But you know what? An F in class could equate to, like, you getting fired in real life. So I'm like, you know... I know my parents would always say, like, school is your your, your job right now. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not, not yeah. giving me money unless it's not, you know, getting me money. It's not my yeah. job. But that's a really good way to think about it. Like, whatever you think you can get away with now, like, you know, coming mm-hmm. late or like, well, I just don't feel like it. Or I'm not going to turn this assignment in, which happens every once in a while. We've covered right, that. Right, everyone has like a day. But he's like, you know, you can get fired in yeah. real life if you're like oh we showing up late
1: yeah you come in 20 minutes in late it's like okay yeah if you yeah if you have an assignment at work and you just don't turn it in because you just didn't feel like it mm-hmm. okay well you're fired like <laughs> you know you can't just not turn something in because you just don't feel mm-hmm. like it you have to do your work so that's that's another interesting comparison I think yeah and either. i think
0: like what you said in the first episode like you're an adult now it doesn't yeah. matter because not everyone chooses college and then they have a job and you need to it's hard sometimes i think to treat college like like a job but just think about it as practice. Like, it's good to
1: not be practice. late. It's, it's like good practice, to do the things you You're practicing you need to being do. an adult. <laughs> it's adult practice. Sure,
0: adult practice is, is a way to look at it. Yeah. Um, but to just be, like, thinking about that. Because... Yeah. It, it kind of is a training session or if you really think about it that way yeah if it's the only thing if it's the only thing that you're doing you have no excuse like i'm sorry i'm juggling all these three other things going yeah. on and i can still be on time yeah you know what i mean so uh-huh. you should you, even if you're not doing it now you better do it when you graduate right. because you need to keep a job and like do something with your life yeah um but with that yeah
1: non-college peeps non-college peeps they already have a head start That's the good thing. And I don't know if it's like, I'm really curious to see like if there's some statistic out there that that says those who didn't go to college versus those who did go to college, like how they're doing um, in terms of being on time, turning things in Mm -hmm. at work. Like I wonder how that stacks up. Some research. Yeah. Because I think that would be an interesting comparison because you already have a head start. Like if you're going to a trade school or you just go into the workforce or military or something like that's it. Like I think people take it more seriously yeah,
0: because in college, like, especially if you're not paying for it, or even if you're paying for it via loans, like you don't see that coming out of your account, mm-hmm. um, and it's like playtime. And people who start their jobs, like, this is what I'm living off of. Yeah, like, like the, college the, is the, like the consequences are greater, yeah. and so it, there's not as much like responsibility that mm-hmm. you feel um, versus if you do have a job. You're yeah. like, yeah, I need and this especially money. Especially if you
1: like move out. Mm -hmm. Then you have to you have to make money because you moved out and Mm -hmm. you need to pay for rent or whatever or a mortgage or whatever. So like I would be really curious to see those who chose to go to a trade school or go into the workforce versus going into college. Like how, Mm -hmm. which I already really respect, but that would be interesting. I'd have to look into that. Like I (laughs) needed that barrier. I needed that like transition between high school graduation and and real world i needed that four years mm. to like get my life together but Which those who just go straight into it i'm like kudos to you yeah
0: and you gotta start maybe you can teach us like how how to be an adult because like. i think i mean some people really are um looking at it as a valid decision mm-hmm. like college is yeah. super, expensive. super expensive some expensive people and can't afford it
1: and like you said like with with if you're wanting to do like engineering or um like electrical work or plumbing mm-hmm. or something or like stuff like that. Like that's going to be outdated by the time you even get through college. So you might as well go do it mm-hmm. and be hands on now, right? And learn it, you know, through that way as opposed to opening a textbook. I mean, it's hard to do that to open a textbook and be like, so this is what this wire connects to, it's and then an electrical pr- or an engineer it. or something. It's like, no, just go and do it, right? And make money while you learn. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, why not? Yeah. Um, but- so I think that's really interesting, but. And we support. Like oh, we yeah, support our definitely. non-college people's crowd. I'm Love like, because once look again, to you. I couldn't do it.
0: <laughs> couldn't I don't do know. It. I guess like again, I see that that's the step I needed to take. Um, but for people who just jump in, you know what? You win the game you in the my game. in my mind. You win. <laughs> um, and for the college people too, we, we stand together. We are all equally in. This Honestly, together. I
1: think just it comes down to us. N- none of us know what's happening or what we're doing, which is fine. I mean, yeah those people who like didn't go to college and went into a vocation or a job or something like, which is funny. It looks like I, they know more I what they're doing than us, but I still think they don't know what they're doing, but I don't either. So it's which fine. It's true.
0: I think some people like when you graduate college and you see the people who like didn't go and join in university with you and they're like, they already have their life started and like all figured out. And you're like, but do like, they, though? Well, do they do? I mean, I don't know. I'm sure yeah. some people feel that way. You're like, Equal no, playing. I, think Equal, don't I know am onto you. Doing. You
1: don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Equal um, playing field here. Which is, which is true. Um, like, you probably know some stuff that they don't, and then vice versa. Yeah, but yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it, d- it depends on depend She just doesn't think. No one knows what's <laughs> going on here. I mean, if you do, talk to me, because I don't. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Which is true. Um, yeah.
0: But, so, with the classes, not careers. I think, and you can disagree with me, mm-hmm. but I think your learning should fall into two categories, separate from obviously the learning that you will do in your college classes. I think there's learning that will be related to the mm-hmm. classes, which is your experience, your mm-hmm. hands on, and then learning that happens just for yourself, separate yeah. to career, yeah,
1: how do you feel about that? I like that because I mm-hmm. think it's true um, and those people who once again think that like the learning comes solely from professors or classrooms I'm like that's not like that's not true like you're always learning you always have whatever experiences you're going through whether you think you're learning something or not or whether you can place what you're learning or not like right you're still learning like it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you're not um because all the information that you take in and everything that like you experience like that is you learning yeah um and that shapes and molds you into the person that you become Mm -hmm. every single day Mm -hmm. so i think I lean heavily on the personal learning just because relationships, like
0: how you are as a person. I think even, you know, classes or careers or whatever it is, that's only a fraction of who you Mm -hmm. are. And that, you know, goes into a bigger conversation like identity and like who, yeah. what makes up who you are. Yeah. Um, but remember, it's only a fraction. Yeah. Um, and so why would we hold it up so high? Like you have, you know, you work 80 hours a week and I'm like, well, what are you doing with yeah. your life? That's not, it's only mm-hmm. a, a piece of your life. Um, and so like a few ways that I'm going to highlight now a few ways that I learn. mm mm-hmm. Related to my college and then not related just like for myself. And so related to my college, obviously internships are a great way, even though we've covered that. I think Gabby thinks they're a scam, which no. they kind oh, okay. of are. Well, it, <coughs> it
1: depends. It depends on the, on the internship. If it's unpaid, that internship which can most of go, them are nowadays. go somewhere else because not here, not today. <laughs> saving
0: most of them are nowadays and i think i mean yeah it's a scam and then part times too it depends but something that if you can find anything related to your field i guess even if it's unpaid but nowadays like i was looking at some like um, when i started off in computer science like some government uh programs i'm like you're oh, working unpaid. a full time uh-huh, 40 hours a 40 week, hours not
1: paid no for Okay, not for what? But like, but for what? Because honestly, like people argue experiences and I'm like, yeah, you it's for the experience, but also you're asking me to commute up here for 40 hours a week. And then they're like, well, we'll give you a stipend at the end of your five-month internship. And I'm like, dude, if no. If even. If even. Sometimes it's, the stipend depends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they say it depends on your um, performance versus the other intern's Ew. performance or something. Like, they only have so much money to give. I mean, I get that, and so look. I'm like, that is, like, ridiculous. So, anyway, unpaid internship, mm, Yeah. A whole
0: so, I mean, thing, that, <laughs> that's an option. I mean, that's how it was. Well, mine was a paid internship. And then uh, a part-time. But anything related to your field. Like, if you know anyone making relationships with people like you can yeah. work if you're interested in like uh electrical engineering or yeah. writing N- find writers yeah. that you work i mean send an email how how that's hard is I that did. yeah like even if it's just like to meet with someone and see how they work like something that's out of the four buildings mm-hmm. that you you know work in right um, to see hands-on like this is where i'm gonna be mm-hmm. let's see how it looks yeah um so that's valuable to me and that's how i've learned and then like um i use I'll jump into both, the both and, uh, Skillshare. So I use uh, Skillshare or YouTube videos. I will follow a bunch of people on uh, music production and all that stuff. And also just general stuff. You know what I mean? Like I love the history you already know. And I think that, I mean, it's story, it's entertainment, but it overall i
1: think but there's value you. to that yeah um even if it's just like fun stuff like just fun facts mm-hmm. like why not or
0: uh video editing that's a big yeah. one it plays i guess a little bit into my job but there's always like even if there's something that's somewhat in the realm of what you do you can always extend it further mm-hmm. like if i and you never time, know when
1: you're gonna use it either Use it as a
0: career whether yeah. it's photography i like i love editing videos you mm-hmm. can see all my dope edits yeah, right. on our page <laughs> um but that was all i learned that all through youtube videos
1: i mean <laughs> honestly like plugins you're not, like there's so. a YouTube video for everything how to do everything so it is true. you know Again, if you like don't Skillshare,
0: have t- I think it's like I don't forget it's like two I don't know what the monthly um uh, yeah. payment is and it's a little bit more professional or there's like uh Coursera mm-hmm. is also one yeah. of the options now now but between YouTube and those two options um you can learn anything yeah. that you're interested in and you can make it um careerable like yeah. you can make it into some side gig like if you want me to edit a video for you i can do it it might be not the best yeah. but hey you make know, it a, I'm freelance, thing. Why a not? freelance thing a freelance thing um so those are some things that i do like i love uh video editing and uh-huh. history which history i don't know that like, won't pay but
1: but i mean it you, makes me a better human but you <laughs> you learn more makes you well-rounded mm-hmm. if you're ever on mm-hmm. jeopardy hmm
0: and in there's history. a question on, like,
1: King Henry and the Tudors, and I'll be like, oh, you know exactly. I know exactly what's going on. You know exactly. So fast. And they have a lot of history questions on Jeopardy. I'm going to be a rich person. So you're just going <laughs> to have to wait until hopefully that category comes up, and then you can I'll crush buzz in, crush everyone. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, that, that's my stuff. And yeah. how about for you?
1: Um I I don't know, cause I well YouTube. I mean, literally, <laughs> it's true. I just go- Google everything and then watch YouTube videos on how to do stuff if I don't know how to do stuff. Um, you know, I always found myself also learning, and this might be more uh, abstract, but like learning from other people. Like you were you talk about yeah. other people, and it's like it doesn't even have to be something like, well, this is how you do X, Y, and Z. It's just hearing about other people's experiences. Mm-hmm. I really like that because I like stories yeah. and I like talking to people and I think learning from other people who are maybe not even older than me like they could be anyone and they're like oh yeah well I had to do x y and z or I learned this or I went through this situation like you know and it's like well I might not have been through that situation before but this person who I respect a lot handled it this way right so let me keep that in mind for when that comes up um I also like reading I read a lot
0: right Um, and actually I don't have lots of time to do that because um, I'm stuck in doing stuff for classes. Well, I
1: have a whole list for you to read. I am you know, <laughs> really excited time. for winter break, so I'm going to read <laughs> so much
0: stuff. Um, but I think that is something that people don't consider. I mean, even if you don't like reading, like, a physical book, but audio book. Well, an audio book.
1: I hate when people use that excuse now. I don't like reading. I'm like, are you kidding? We have... <laughs> technology okay get an audio book and tell listen it to is. it in mm-hmm. the same way you listen to a podcast on your on your way then which is true
0: and, and podcasts can be educational book. but yeah. books i think that's just a medium that like someone has obviously thought so much through all their content mm-hmm. and like making it make sense um and building up to bigger <laughs> ideas i'm sure it's a long process For um, on publishing. that you could learn so much from mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be it could be on finances oh yeah like that, it doesn't money, have to be like deal with it. That's yeah a good exactly
1: thing. like are you kidding me if if you have you have the whole section of bookstore on finances and mm-hmm. business which i never peruse because i, I think that's <laughs> I, valuable. So i would be boring. in the section while she's stuck in like know, some, some, some like somewhere literally anywhere i like, hmm, i just i just money and me see that's the stuff that i go to google for and then like other stuff i read about True. but i mean anything like that like I, it used to be a really big thing. I don't think it is anymore, but, like, health books were huge yeah. in, like, the early 2000s and stuff. Eat the stuff I mean, that. anything. You can find stuff. You can find topics on anything. And it's not even a three-minute YouTube video. I know we're, like, instant gratification. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it could just be a book about, like, someone's life, about them learning about finances. Like, mm-hmm. You know? It, or doing finances and, like, how their experience was and There's stuff There's like value that. in that. It's yeah. not
0: direct knowledge. But, like, I can learn from someone's
1: experience dealing yeah. with something. Yeah. So, I think books are, like, I don't know. That sounds so old fashioned, but I think right. books are such a great medium. And even fiction books. Like, are you kidding? I learned so much I from fiction, fiction books. books. We
0: were talking about um Magic Treehouse. We're I like love Seven Magic,
1: <sighs> magic Tree House by uh, um what's her you name? You can do it. I'm not gonna know this. Mary so. Pope Osborne.
0: Yes. I think it's Mary Pope mm-hmm. Osborne.
1: That so good. was like my favorite when I was growing up. That was one of the first like series that I read and I, so I was obsessed with them and there was like a bill. I think she's still writing them too. Really, There has to be like 60 or 70 of them now. We'll
0: have a book review of all her books. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to do a whole series of
1: reviewing all 70 of her books. The first one was like about dinosaurs. I remember that they went to like prehistoric times.
0: I love um I told you about this the pirate one. And the yeah. thing about it is that then I read the nonfiction like a
1: company. Yeah, like the, yeah, about, the thing about uh, Blackbeard yeah. and all
0: these people and I was like, oh my
1: god. Like it's so cool. Like that's why whenever like, now I'm getting to the point where I know people who are like having kids, whether mm-hmm. they're my age or mm-hmm. maybe a little bit older than me. And so every time someone has a baby, I always send them a book as like a gift. Really? If it's, if, if everything on the registry, I don't, I don't, I don't like look at their registry and mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying any of this, but I'll, I'll send you a <laughs> book. But I mean, I might buy something off their registry. And then, and then also a book. Send because make the a more valuable item. Yeah. And I'm like, just, just, because it's just, I don't know. I love books. I mean, and it's I timeless. Think, like, we remember that. Yeah. I think. And Ooh, like a parent reading a book nowadays, to someone is like so nice it is going away it, well because kids have like all the the, the things in the world videos. and i'm like but what about a good book some shell silverstein for your time you know <laughs> like Such where the sidewalk books. ends mm-hmm. read him a poem so
0: good yeah we'll bring it back don't worry <laughs> we'll, we'll bring it campaign. back we will
1: start a movement bring back children's books <laughs> There has to be some really good ones out there. I'm not that in touch with children's books anymore. Yeah, we can see anymore.
0: some some current ones. Yeah, not that our audience wants to read. And not that you want to read children's books. books in
1: your spare time. But we might, but once again, the resource page. I, hey, I listed out what I'm reading <laughs> yeah, right now. You yeah, got
0: some Magic Tree House I'm gonna put some Magic Tree House.
1: I listed out like well, we're reading a book together, mm-hmm. and then there's two other ones that I'm reading right now. Um, and they're both fiction, but they're, like, really good. One's super existential, and I'm, like, I losing love, my mind I over I it. Love. And I then love one's dystopian a books. Oh, dystopian books, Yeah, Oh, my gosh. Like that uh, was super popular in the 2010s. Okay. No, uh, I'm just I'm saying. relevant. <laughs> Excuse me. 2012. Let me defend, let me
0: defend all dystopia. my dystopian books when I was in my preteen no, years. No, everyone went through it. that phase. Are you kidding I know, me? Like I was Hunger upset. Games. Hunger
1: Games. And then uh, Divergent. Divergent. People we went through Twilight. I didn't actually and never read Twilight.
0: I never read Twilight or saw the movies either. I'm so oh, sorry. you never saw the Drag movies. Me. It's gonna be like me and Pumpkin Spice Latte, and then t- not watching See, Twilight. See, well, I and Harry Potter. <sighs> that whole like trio of things, Potter, things that I have not. Don't seen even get me started or, like, on Harry
1: <laughs> Potter. Messed, Harry Potter messed me up. It messed me up bad. I'm was so it obsessed.
0: Bring Guardian,
1: <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. Like, <laughs> I like. I have. Well, it you know far. what's funny is that, like I only saw Harry Potter. Like all the movies, I've only seen them one time, and I watched them all within 48 hours. And of, of course, each other. you think the books are better than the, the books movies. are. Oh, the books are way better. Like after we'll I see. read, I read all the books, and then I watched all the movies. And so I'm like watching the movies, and I'm like, "What happened to this part?" And blah blah blah. Mm. My friend was like, "Okay, well." Was, that book was like 400 pages. This is an hour and a half movie. Like, what do you want? Right. And I'm like, this is not... I mean, but that's that's always true. The book yeah. is always better. I'll argue with that all day. Don't I care. I mean,
0: we'll, we'll learn from all the books. And uh, maybe yeah. you can send me a list of all the things I need to... You don't
1: want me to send you a list because it'll be a very extensive list. It's true, dude. My <laughs> I should give you a list and you read. can pick what you want. Okay,
0: let's do that. <laughs> How about let's that? do that. Um, but, yeah. And those are our, like non class related learning experiences yeah. learning on, never just ends being a, a a human yeah and it's gonna help your career mm-hmm. or help you be a person yeah I, just I, I don't know it's really, just fun learning's fun i mean in today's day and age like why is like only college or traditional the traditional model of how learning should happen why are we yeah. stuck in that i'm just like mind blown when things like youtube uh i mean books you could say are antiquated i don't think so especially with yeah. audiobooks but you have all these other resources that professors don't use. Mm. I rarely have. Maybe they're like an out there professor, like link, a YouTube video. And it's like, Ooh. I had a professor.
1: So, you know, genius lyrics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. OK, so they also have one of my my lip theory and culture professor. He used genius lyrics because a lot of times people annotate poems on there. So oh, he used cool. it during class. He was like, we're going to talk about Shakespeare today. And it was Shakespeare. And then it was something else. I would need help. He pulled up, I don't remember what poet it was. It was like a romanticist. And sometimes their stuff is hard to understand. Mm. And so he pulled up Genius lyrics and we were like, what is he doing? And he was like, oh, someone annotated this poem on Genius. Like, let's go through it. And it was like, it was so cool. And I was (laughs) like, someone's taking poetry that's 400 years old and they're annotating it on Genius lyrics. That's That's pretty cool. I love that meeting of like... Antiquated, the old, the the old and, the the and the new. And like it just, and, it, and he was like, Yeah, it's not just like songs on here. Like we can look at poetry on here. And I was like, I didn't even know that. Right. How did you discover and that? Things like, like that exist. Yeah. Like
0: And they're never, I mean, kudos to that professor. They get the golden star for the day. And some of my professors, they're number one younger. And Mm -hmm. see value, especially in my field, like it it just has to be relevant. You can't be learning things that are 20, you know, and so much is on YouTube and they know that. Um, But anything traditional, like no, and even math classes, I'm like, why are we stuck at a textbook when you have like videos of people? I couldn't even tell you about math. Like conicotomy.
1: Oh, I'd use that in high school. Like, yes. Well, I didn't have to, but it was a resource. And (laughs) I I tried to use it.
0: (laughs) Um, But so many like people who like, just because like if you don't, Uh, work well with a professor because of their Mm -hmm. teaching style like there's other resources that you can use why aren't we using them i'm like why are we stuck i'm not again trying to drag colleges but it it is a traditional (laughs) model (laughs) where you're like in a row that also has been i'm not going to get into this but you're in a a row as opposed to like tables or something right in tables like circular um which can or cannot work depending on the the yeah um, what subject material you're learning but so many things that could be like just shake it up Mm -hmm. because also when you change Mm -hmm. things up if like you're gonna read an audiobook or you're gonna see a video that's different it engages your brain in different
1: ways it depends on what
0: type of learning no yeah definitely Um, and
1: i think some professors understand that like i had a professor who mm -hmm. we would come in and she would sit on there was like a table at the front of the room and she would sit on the table and we would she would there's only a few of us in the class there was like maybe like 12 or 13 people and we would all put like our desks in a circle like that's like cool. a semicircle yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like at the um top and we would just we would sit there and talk to her because why be in a classroom setting sitting in rows especially 12 the huge of us lecture halls yeah so i'm
0: like if you're in the back which is so true because i like um and they they always say but i'm like there's not enough space for everyone in the front row not that they would want to sit at the front row, right like everyone no one wants to sit in the front um, row except for you <laughs> I, had, so. So I had a cl- like my lab partner i hate this physics class and it's a 300 person yeah. um, auditorium which is like empty um but they're like you the f- Girl who sits all the way at the front. I'm like, yes, and you know what? My grade will be better than you because it's it's so proven.
1: Like, we'll see about that. A,
0: and then the further back you go, the lower your grade gets, depending on your seating. Do you know that? Well, that's interesting because it's so true.
1: (laughs) Because you were in the back. No, I wasn't in the back. I've said before. I was second or third. No, No, not fourth. Fourth's a little. little too far. That's a little too. That's pushing Mm. it. Mm. I want the professor to know that I'm here. I just don't want to be. (laughs) <laughs> no sometimes it was like i'm here but please don't call me for every question because i'm half listening
0: unless it was a class i really
1: interest, the I interested the thing
0: is i'd be in. at i be at the front row and my professor's like all the way over there and i'm like oh
1: no you know what you side? know what shakes like, it up and i did this in one of my literature classes as i sat in the very back but i was always the one to raise my hand why would you? that professor was so shook she was like wait <laughs> you're breaking out of this mold i have that oh my god people who sit in the back don't pay attention i was always i'd be like i, mean, I have to say something and she'd be like be- oh yeah gabby and i was like um i have to say about x y and z but hmm. whatever he said i'm gonna go off piggybacking Disgree- off of that Ooh, i thought
0: you were disagree. you're piggybacking no okay. i'm gonna
1: piggyback off of wh- hmm. what he said about blah, blah 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 lots of details so you know i'm paying attention yeah i just want to say blah, blah blah blah, and she'd be like "Ooh, whoa she's paying Too attention much. and she sits in the back row and i was like wow Drop. i'm you're shaking yeah i know everyone's world so anyway right speaking about breaking out of molds and uh you know, you can Do maybe that. learn something from me, Millie. Do it. Sit in the back row and then raise your no. hand see what happens. No. <laughs> but it's okay. No. And you'll be that person who sits in the back I and will, gets an A. I
0: cannot. Mm, I mean, I probably. But it is true that if you, like, lay, like, your grading... uh final score for everyone it's literally like people who sit in the front it's like a and then b the further and c and then f's all the way in the back but that wasn't you It wasn't me but you are not it wasn't the me.
1: stereotype Mm-mm. which
0: we know already, i broke but out of that he
1: broke out of that i destroyed that stereotype <laughs> you didn't even know i did until you brought that up and i was like rebuttal no
0: <laughs> <laughs> shoot me down which yeah. again one more time let's just it, we have to get through every episode <laughs> to point that she drags me oh. um but it's so true just Challenge the ways that you think about things, that you learn about things. And whether you are in college or not, we are going to have careers. And even careers are not the end-all, be-all. They're not 100% of your life. Please don't think of it that way. Um, And, yeah, just let us know. Uh, how what you think mm-hmm. about that and if you're a non-college people, we want to hear you because a lot yeah. of our stuff is like for college students of course yeah um but i know but this is relevant few.
1: though To this is relevant to people mm-hmm. who
0: and we actually one idea we have that hopefully we'll be able to do at some point is like interviewing both a college student mm-hmm. and a non-college yeah, student about, like, see like how their experiences they, about their experience so and... let us know if you think that'd be yeah. a cool idea we think it'd be cool to get someone else's perspective on something obviously we're both college students so yeah. we can't speak into that uh, in the way we'd mm-hmm. like to, other than saying like you're amazing, um, but we might have an interview. Yeah, you know, why not? Soon, soon to come. We'll yeah. see when we can fit that in. Mm-hmm. Um, but let us know what you think and um, how you how you think about the subject because mm-hmm. we have listeners on both ends of the spectrum. Um, but that was our episode for today. Hopefully, yeah. you were inspired to to learn, um, just and be an awesome human being that yeah. you already are. Um, Round, well rounded. Follow us on social media to all the things we post crazy stuff maybe we'll post a little bit on, on all the things here and there if you um, still follow
1: us Nufang, and then thank you cause <laughs> our content is all oh over the place oh my
0: gosh <laughs> I mean we try to be organized yeah, but obviously yeah, we're, this we're pretty episode good. we had our points here which this is our attempt at our organization and it's, then we talked about like half of it's handwritten magic tree you know. we, we talked about my, that magic tree house wasn't in there well so, it is now it is now so, but we can write that in
1: there magic tree
0: house <clears throat> and with that note We'll see you next see ya. week. See <laughs> um, And uh, yeah, hope to hear from you guys. Yeah. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.